Madison's Alternative 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I am joined by Tessa Violet. Hello. Hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. We were just talking about the weather. Where are you? I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles. Doing good. Vibing. Yeah. So it's a, you said it's a little overcast there. Is that a nice relief or has it actually been pretty cold? You know, I it's it, we got this beautiful taste of spring like a few weeks ago, and now it's been kind of sh- the overcast again. I'm like, I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for hot girl summer, you know? <laughs> According to Wikipedia, you've kind of lived all over the place. It says you were born in Chicago, raised in Oregon, and have now lived in LA and NYC. Yes, and Nashville. And Nashville. I just got back from Nashville. Beautiful place. <sighs> oh my God, I love Nashville. That's amazing. So where are some of your favorite places? Mm, My favorite places. Well, Nashville is one of my favorite cities. The weather there, it's very humid in the summer, but it makes all the trees this like beautiful green that is just, I don't know, it really sparks joy in me. But as far as cities to play go... I love Salt Lake. What a vibe. Any place that is kind of like a little bit off the path is definitely a big vibe. Yeah, we'd love to get you here in Madison. I would love to come to Madison. I was actually going to say that it was nearly a year ago to the day that your fans started blowing up Ebo's Twitter, demanding an Instagram live and for us to play board. So maybe we should just have a Tessa Violet week at the end of every May. Next year, you could actually come here for it. That would be awesome. I would, no joke, love to come to Madison. That would be super fun. And yeah, my Madison fans go off. (laughs) They love me and they love local radio. So that's incredible. Yeah, they're very loyal and persistent. Who named them the Tiny Terrors? That was me. (laughs) Because they're like, they're very fierce, but they're also like small beans. What percentage of those listeners or followers do you think have been following you since the very beginning? Hmm. I mean, it's hard to say. I want to say like maybe 25%. I feel like people who've been with me for a long time have been there, you know, continue to be there. They're like, I just did a meet and greet for the live stream that I did. And a lot of people were like, yeah, I used to like listen to you when I was in middle school and now I'm in college. And I'm like, oh my God, that is so sweet. I love that. Um, But also, you know, I had a hit with Crush um, last year. So that really expanded my fan base. And part of the reason that your followers are so loyal and persistent is because you do so much with them and you interact with them so much. Can you tell me more about how you connect with your fans? Is it a special fan club, Patreon? How do you do it? Hmm. Well, I do have a Patreon, which is very fun. But of course, not everyone can like afford to be a part of the Patreon. A lot of my uh, fans are in high school, so it's not always an option for them. I connect through people a lot with Twitter. I'm in a lot of group chats. It's been especially fun in the pandemic. I feel like I've gotten to know my fans a lot better because you're not, you know, I'm not on tour. I'm not playing shows. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to like do these live streams and you get familiar with people's names and then you follow them on Twitter and you kind of learn about them via like what they tweet about. And yeah. (laughs) You have such an interesting, I mean, if you put together a resume, you have so many different things that you've done. You've been a model, you've directed music videos, you can use multiple musical instruments, you're a blogger and more. And in some ways, all those skills came together earlier this month 
for Bad Ideas, The Experience. Yeah, not no. The live show featured you with your band, dancers, costume changes, set changes, new music. What was that like yes. for you? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Um, I love to, I, I think my favorite part of what I do is getting to play shows. And um, for Bad Ideas, the experience, you know, usually a whole tour, you know, you have to spread the budget across, you know, a month and a half of shows. But for this one, we're like, well, let's spend a whole tour's budget on this one show since, you know, it's accessible to everyone. So we were able to do this like very visual piece. You know, we have different costumes for every song. And I knew when we were doing it, I didn't want the live stream to be like, just like, here's cameras at a live show. Because I'm like, the, th the thing that makes a live show so special is the energy of everyone in the space together. You know, if any one person weren't there, it would be a different experience. And you have, you create something with the audience, you know, it's a together experience. Whereas the live, st a live stream is not a together experience. So I'm like, what can we do that speaks more to the medium of what this is, this visual experience? So that's why I wanted to do like more costumes, more dancers, more moving through different space. There's three different sets it was shot on. So, yeah. In one of your costumes, you have this very large white flower hat. <laughs> How heavy was that? Because it looks really heavy. It wasn't heavy at all. It's made from foam. So it was super light. Um, all, m almost all the costumes were rented. That was my favorite piece. What a look. <laughs> You have to look it up if you didn't see it. Make sure you check out Tessa Violet's looks from her Bad Ideas live stream experience. Your new song, Games, features Lovely the Band. How did that collaboration happen? Well, we were supposed to go on tour together last May. I think we'd be on tour together a year ago right now. Um, and when that came about, it was like the option came up for Lovely to sing on games. And I was like, yo, heck yes. Love Mitchie's voice. I really think that having his voice on the song, I don't know, makes it come alive in a new way. I love it. The original song, Games, can be found on your Bad Ideas album that came out at the end of 2019. Do you have a plan for a new album or is your focus more on singles and videos right now? I've been writing a lot through the pandemic, but like haven't brought anything into the studio for the most part. So this summer, I'm hoping to get some time to like buckle down and work on a whole new project. I love an album. I like an album more than so much a collection of singles because I feel like an album is an opportunity to tell a story in a way that, you know, a single always needs to really punch, you know, but with an album, you can have more. Um, laid back tracks. And sometimes that's what a story needs. Yeah, more context in the surrounding tracks. Yeah. So now A Day to Remember actually recently said that part of the reason their album was recently delayed was while they were trying to figure out the perfect order. But now Whoa. listen to it on shuffle. That's going to change the whole context of the album. Yo, are people listening to albums on shuffles? I know people do it. Can't relate. I'm like, what's that track list? I want to experience yeah. what this artist intended. <laughs> yeah, you have. I feel like you have to listen to it in order. I mean, sometimes yeah. the fade in and the fade out, all of that stuff is actually meant to work together. For sure. I really have a few rapid fire questions for you. All right. I'm ready. What is your favorite glass to drink from? Um. Okay. This is controversial, but... I really like a takeaway cup because it's the sippy cup for adults. <laughs> Are you a big fan of coffee? Oh my gosh. Yes. I love coffee and I'm doing no caffeine this week. It's very difficult. Oh, no. <laughs> what is the last song you listened to? 
Oh, you know what it is? I bet it's Oop by Valet. Valet's another artist on uh, my management and she just put out this new single I'm very into. What does your yellow hair mean to you? Oh, what a great question. Um, I feel like the yellow hair is a reflection of how I feel that I am, which is very warm, very bright. And, you know, it's a little bit like, hey, look at me. And I think I used to feel embarrassed about that, you know, especially being a woman who was on the internet. I think especially like a few years ago, being a woman on the internet, it was like, you know, oh, you're an attention whore. You know, you want people to look at you. It seemed like a very shameful thing. So I had the story I was telling myself that I was like, it's bad to want attention. And now I just feel like, of course, it's the most natural thing in the world to like, you know, be like, hey, look at me. And I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, honestly, until this moment, but I'm like, yeah, a little bit that. <laughs> yeah, well, it is very sunshiny. It's very bright and, and welcoming and happy. Thank you. I think that's what it means to other people. I, it's nice to know that it means something similar to you as well. Yeah, heck yeah. And you mentioned being a woman on the internet and, you know, I don't want to give away your age. They say that's impolite, but you are in your 30s. Yes, I'm 31, <laughs> baby. And Grown now up. it's like so normal for female artists in their early 20s or late teens to color their hair. Yeah. Do you think that maybe you had something to do with opening that door? Oh, my gosh. I mean... I don't know. I have been doing it for a long time. I do remember a point when it felt very unusual and then I saw people doing it, but I, I don't know if I was the uh, catalyst of that, but certainly I hope that, you know, if anyone was curious about it and they saw me doing it, that they felt that that gave them permission to be like, yeah, you can color your hair a bright color too. It's fun. Why not? Are there any other ways that you feel like you have been a role model to other women? Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, something I feel like I hear my fans say a lot about me is they're like, you really seem to be a fan of yourself. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. I am a fan of myself. <laughs> you know, there is only one me and that's true of all, that's true of everyone. There's only one you. You're the first and last you who will ever be. And that that's true for me too. And also like, even if I don't have anyone else or when I feel alone or when I feel lonely, I've always got me. I've learned, you know, now that I am 30, 31, um, how to be kind to myself and to encourage myself both as like a parent to a child and be like, you know, compassionate and patient and encouraging and also like to appreciate like child to a parent like yeah thank you thank you for being with me you're always there for me and that's me to me I hope that my fans can see that and be like yeah maybe I don't need to spend so much time hating myself maybe there's another way to do it you know because it wasn't always like this it was something I learned so anyone can learn it do you ever have mornings where you wake up and you say I don't want to be a role model today Hmm. I definitely have mornings where I wake up and I feel like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm like, why does, <laughs> it's not so much that I don't want to do it. It's this questioning of like, am I enough? Am I special enough? Do, do people like me? Oh, you know, I definitely have those feelings sometimes too, 
but I've just lived through it enough now that I'm like, yeah, this is just a feeling that I'm experiencing. This isn't who I am. This is a thing that I'm feeling right now. And also when I have those thoughts too, we have this, I know you said rapid fire. Sorry. Is it okay that I'm talking so much? I love this. I love it. Great. Okay. Um, you know, I think when we talk about feelings a lot, it's like, how did that feel? And people will say things like, I feel like no one likes me. And it's like, okay, well, that's actually not a feeling. That's a thought. So what's the feeling that you're feeling? And you're like, okay, well, I feel sad or I feel afraid. Fear. It's always fear. It's often fear for me. You know, I'm afraid of this or that. And it's like, okay, like, just let yourself feel that feeling for a second and let it move through you. And you're like, okay, but like also what's real, what's here, what's now, you know, I can look at my nails and my other red and hear them and just be present and realize that those feelings are something that are happening, but they're not what is all, what is everything. And to, wow, I really got lost in my train of thought there. <laughs> Do I ever wake up and wish that I weren't a role model? Not so much, because um, I really uh, feel grateful and I appreciate that. But I do have moments where I'm like, is this right? Am I doing it right? I don't know. <laughs> now, going back to what you did just say, when you said that sometimes you just have to let the, the feeling, you have to sit with it and let it move through you. Mm-hmm. How do you let it move through you? Mm, okay, so... I believe that and there's, there's a great talk on this. Someone gave it a commencement speech. I wish I knew what it was. I identify who I am as my being with a capital B. And like some people would use the word soul, but like you have to be careful what language you use because words can be triggering for people if they have like a background that was too dogmatic. So it's like being is a good way to put it. Just capital B, being. Not I think, therefore I am, just I am. And to me, that being exists like in, in my chest here. And there's, there's another thing going on up here, which is, um, sorry, I'm tapping my head right now. It's the, um, your thoughts, which are constantly buzzing, constantly thinking, always like processing, you know, your brain is a tool that's always taking in information and trying to process it. And if you're not conscious about using your mind as a tool, your mind will use you as an opportunity to constantly run. And then you can self-identify with those thoughts and think I am my thoughts. I am my brain. And I'm always worried. And I'm always like, what's happening next? Um, And I bring myself back to who I am, usually via the present moment. There's this wonderful book called The Power of Now, which is all about how you can come back to who you are and what's real by silencing your mind via the present moment. Because thoughts always exist in the projected future, like unimagined conversation or worry about what will happen or like also, you know, exciting things about what could happen or in the reimagined past. But where do all those things actually take place? They take place now. It always takes place now. There is nothing else besides now. The memories of before, they're a memory of now, you know? (laughs) So when you, when I click into that, I can have more sense of who I actually am and like what my being is, what my soul is. What was the question? Did I answer it? (laughs) Well, basically is, is the self-awareness and is all of this stuff, this bettering of yourself and and being so present in the moment. Is this something that you work on constantly? Mm. I go through phases where I work on it more regularly and then phases where I'm like, I feel like not working on that now. And I'm like, that's okay too, kiddo. Like, you don't have to work on this if you don't want to. It's your effing life. 
Like you can do whatever you want with it. You want to just like zone out and like watch TV for six hours? Yeah, do it, you know? But I've been try- I've been pretty consciously trying to work on it for like a year and change now. I, but then if you like, if you go back even further, you know, I've, you know, started therapy when I was like 23. So I have even before like this whole consciousness kick I'm on right now, I had like language and tools via therapy to kind of like work through feelings and stuff. Is therapy something that you think everybody should go to? Mm, it, therapy is a tool to help you better understand yourself. And if you're curious to better understand yourself, why not do it is my thought about it. I don't like to use words should so much because should can like motivate via shame. And I don't think shame is a lasting motivator. Inspiration is more lasting. So like the sense of like, hey, like, you know, if you're curious about yourself and you're curious about therapy, like why not try it? It might be great for you. I've done, I've done lots of different things and therapy was definitely really great. I really recommend it, but I've done other things too that aren't therapy that were also great. And I also got a lot from. You are very <laughs> motivating. <laughs> great. I love to hear that. Thank you, Miranda. <laughs> All right. Back to rapid fire. Uh <laughs> Do you prefer the music of 21 Pilots or Imagine Dragons? Oh my God. I 21 Pilots is my dad. First of all, I love 21 Pilots. I often say 21 Pilots is my dad. Taylor Swift is my mom. <laughs> and now Doja Cat is my aunt. I'm also so into Doja Cat right now. Yeah. I love Doja Cat making fun of people on TikTok. <laughs> so good. She's so funny. And she's yeah. so good live. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, is Twilight better than Harry Potter? Oh, I, 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 mm, it's hard. I'm going to say no. I, I'm going to say no, but I appreciate Twilight as well. Where did the, uh, Twilight themed (laughs) music video, was that because of your love of Twilight or was there another theme within games that you were like, this is going to be perfect? It, honestly, it just seems so funny, like the idea of me, an artist, doing a fully produced music video, like for my big single with a big other artist on it. And we're going to do a shot for shot recreation of the Twilight scene from the baseball scene from Twilight. I'm like, this is too funny not to do. And I asked my manager, I'm like, is this okay? Can I do this? And he's like, yes. <laughs> Of course. And I'm like, yes. And it turned out so good. It's so good. It's amazing. Thank Thank you you. for joining me, Tessa. We're going to check out Games by Tessa Violet and Lovely the Band right now on The Resistance. Heck yes. Thank you.